It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. No idea what happened to the Chiefs last weekend in Denver, but it was not pretty. And it's just another outcome that has a lot of people questioning where they are exactly as they head overseas. They're in Germany to take on the Dolphins, an early morning game on Sunday. In all actuality, when you look at this weekend's slate, NFL slate, Sunday, actually, mm-hmm. if you're just interested in marquee games, not that bad. Dolphins, Chiefs in the morning. And then 1 o'clock, you've got Seahawks, Ravens. Afternoon game, you've got Cowboys, Eagles. And primetime, we got Bills, Bengals. But every other game on the slate is rough, uh, especially some of the quarterback matchups we're looking at, which we'll get into at the top of the hour. But it makes survivor options as well a little tough as we welcome you back into BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack in for Ed Egros the rest of this week, alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. Be sure to watch the show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, and listen wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app. Joe, um, this is... This is a really weird survivor week. Like I, I know where I'm mm-hmm. going, but I don't feel it, it's more based this more than ever. This week of survivor is not based on who you're betting on. It's be, be, totally based on who the opponent is. And this is, this is a size up the opponent kind of week. And that's why I'm in on the saints for my survivor pl- play this week. Uh, because well, they got the Bears at home. Like, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some other ugly options out there. Browns, Cardinals. I mentioned Ravens, Seahawks, Falcons, Vikings uh, with the quarterback situation in Minnesota. There's there's a lot of weird options out there this week. And, and it comes after a week when almost nobody got bounced. The Chiefs lose as a touchdown favorite, but nobody had them. Division game. They've already been used by a lot of people. Everybody was on some combination of the Chargers Sunday night against the Bears, the Lions Monday night against the Raiders, and then the Ravens. Like That that was the top three in every survivor pool, and all those were easy. In my pool, uh, which started with over 1,700, and we're at 295 right now, the top seven the in the consensus, the most popular picks, all safe, all one. So everybody's clean. And this is the week that everybody had circled. This is the one that people were worried about looking ahead. Okay, which team are you going to go with? And it looked to be maybe the toughest week of the year to this point. And I would argue it's not as tough as we thought it was going to be because there are two options where there are point spreads above a touchdowns. Those two options have almost no future value. You mentioned New Orleans, solid pick going against Bajan. I don't know about the point spread, but as far as just just winning the game at home, makes sense to me. And then there's also Cleveland at home. What is a Clayton Toon? I don't know what a Clayton Toon is. I don't think anybody knows what a Clayton Toon is. So these are by far going to be the most popular picks because nobody's used New Orleans or Cleveland, and there's no reason to save them down the road. So you have those six top teams that are going against each other, and you can't use them. In most cases, there'll be some nuts out there that use Philly minus three. They're like dead set on Dak won't rise to the moment and all that stuff. But I, th- I think that's insane. 
New Orleans, Cleveland is going to be very popular. And I would agree with that New Orleans pick right now. I'm worried about the Bears getting me. I might go with Cleveland. I'm really kind of torn between the two. I have one spot in two different pools. I'm probably going to go one New Orleans, one Cleveland. But here's here's the other one I want to throw out there that I'm hearing a lot of people talk about because of what went down in deadline day. And it's not the largest point spread. We're sitting at three and a half. There's a lot of three, three and a halves out there. There are people thinking, all right, commanders aren't going to try. They're trading everything that's not nailed down. Mm. They trade their top two defenders. They won't be able to get pressure. The commander's secondary is awful. Mac Jones might actually look like a competent quarterback. And there are people jumping on New England. Another spot where where would you ever take them again? Right. I'm not. I don't want anything to do with that game. It would not. Rivera as an underdog. Listen. Like you could say, oh, what do they have left on defense? The commander's defense was awful with those guys. So why are you making that pick based on a trade of Young and Sweat? Like they're still able to put up points. How will could outscore Mac Jones? So that's why I'd stay away from that one, Aaron. Well, also the Patriots' defense is not what it used to be, and that's what the Commanders do. Somehow they show up when everyone's against them and weird things mm-hmm. happen. I, I looked at this game quite a bit last night for our contest picks, which we'll get to later in the show, and I kind of feel like you, Joe. I almost want nothing to do with this game. It seems so obvious to fade the Commanders, and then it's like, but this is what they do. They're so up and down like that. All right. So in terms of Survivor, I also like the Browns. But my big question is, I almost think Deshaun Watson is a downgrade. And he practiced Mm. yesterday. Is he going to play? Because (laughs) if it's P.J. Walker, I like the Browns. I mean, they only lost to the Seahawks on the rope by four points. I thought they could have won that game last week. And the Browns More confident in P.J. Walker than Deshaun Watson. I know. I am. I'm not. And the Cardinals are really bad defensively, which you would think would not be the case with Jonathan Gannon. But it is. 31st in EPA. It's just their defense is bad. So I like the Browns, but I hope it's P.J. Walker and not Deshaun Watson. Yeah, the other one I I keep an eye on because – and it's it's probably something I won't end up going near – but if Minnesota's quarterback situation going into this weekend really is Jaron Hall. And if Josh Dobbs is just kind of there as a break glass in case of emergency kind of guy this week until they get him fully up to speed, what chance do they really have against the Falcons in that defense? Um, their own defense seems to be a mess week in and week out. Um, you've got an Atlanta offense that – whether it's Heineke or Ritter, I'm less confident in Ritter, to be honest, but doesn't need to do a lot to put up points against Minnesota. Um, Bijan, if they lean in on him, I would feel confident in him against the Vikings defense to score some points. So that is one dark horse that I thought about before I ended up just circling back around to, as Joe mentioned, the two favorites, the Saints and the Browns. Ravens, Seahawks, does, look, I get it. It's Baltimore at home. It's a West Coast team coming east, all of that. The Seahawks have actually done decently enough this year coming east uh, in a couple of different spots. And I do believe that the Ravens are starting to cook. Lamar is starting to figure some things out. New OC and Lamar have come together. They've had half a season to sort of marry some concepts and figure some things out. So they're hitting their stride offensively. You saw what they did to Detroit. Um, 
I like the Ravens to beat the Seahawks, um, but it's not something that I can't see a couple of turnovers happen and Seattle takes it back the other way, and I feel awful about it because now I'm out. So that's why it, all these other looks, I, I look at them for a second and I come all the way back around to, well, Joe, the Saints are playing the Bears. I don't need to do much yep. more research. The Saints are playing the Bears. Yep. Yep. On on the Browns one, <laughs> what's interesting is, yes, I still believe that they have the best defense. But if you look at the last couple of weeks and what they've been giving up, Seattle, it was 6.6 yards per play. Two weeks ago against the Colts, it was 6.8 yards per play. That's the Colts mm. with Minshew. So am I, yeah. am I a little concerned against Toon? No. If it was a normal situation, I, I would be a little alarmed. I don't think Cleveland's going to force Watson back in this spot against Clayton, too. Why not give him another week? You know, if you don't need to do it, you've, you've been winning games, just getting by with P.J. Walker. I think it's fine. I would not lay it, the Cleveland minus eight, not laying more than a touchdown with P.J. Walker, but I'm just looking to win a game in this spot, and and I don't have a problem with that one at all. Uh, he, The Vikings thing, okay, so a popular opinion, and I agree with this opinion, on the Dolphins situation with new defensive coordinator Vic Fangio is, okay, once guys come back and we've seen Ramsey come back, system implemented they'll be better in the second half of the season are we not seeing that exact thing with the vikings defense with flores Mm. that yes it was rough early blitzing a ton not getting home they faced some tough offenses in the eagles and the chargers and the chiefs in week five and then you look at the last three weeks yeah jordan love stinks they only scored 10 san francisco monday night spot only scored 17 the Bears scored only 13, and that was a road game. I, I wonder if this Vikings defense is a defense that improves as the season moves along. That's, yeah. I don't That's a really trust. Good point here. I, I don't trust Atlanta. Well, yeah, I have a hard time trusting anything in Atlanta, too. But, Aaron, that's that's a, a really good point that Joe brings up. about. Like, I just went on and on about Lamar Jackson and uh, starting to cook with their offensive coordinator, finding some footing. Same thing happening with D.C.'s, uh, in this case, Flores in Minnesota. I mean, th- th- Minnesota is so hard to lean in on because of everything <laughs> yeah. that's gone on, because of all the dynamics of, last year and how they won all those games and but this is yeah. I, I said it yesterday this is just a prime uh, ugly seventh seed in an expanded playoff field kind of team that sneaks in there and it's it's a great point about Flores I I, I like that a lot that it you know they figured some things out and uh, against against this kind of opponent yeah may, maybe they, they can get away with Jaron Hall for a half and Josh Dobbs comes in in the third quarter who knows so, like, the Vikings are going to be the Rangers. All these injuries and no, 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 no. We're not going that far. We're, we're not saying that that they're going to the playoffs and all that. We're just saying that they might surprise us with Addison. A couple I agree. Of big plays. Hawkinson can show up in, you know, big big spot in the red zone or something like that where maybe the backup comes in and, and wins a game or something like that. And what if Dobbs enters the game? And you're kind of uneasy right. with that pick, right? I agree for sure. And then also the thing I don't like is if it's Heineke, I like the Falcons it a is. lot more. Yeah, it is Heineke. So I don't yeah. want to go against him. <laughs> I'm a yeah, big Heineke person. <laughs> what What are we more worried about? I think everybody's going to be on New Orleans or Cleveland. And that makes perfect sense yeah. to me for the most part. Um, 
which one are we worried about with an upset? Because this is a kind of week. Like, think about what we're saying. Everyone in Survivor is on New Orleans or Cleveland. Say that out loud. I, like, which, which upset I, happens? I I, uh, I don't trust P.J. Walker a ton, but I think Aaron makes a great point about a rusty Deshaun Watson coming back. I think that's something mm. to worry about. If you're a Browns fan, he comes back. And, look, there were times early Ugh. this year he didn't he didn't have to be hurt to look bad. So, yeah, it is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, as many as nine NFL teams and at least a handful, we just talked about some of them, could be without their QB1 this week. We'll look at the latest line moves in the betting market and where we see value on some of these plays. Coming up next here on the BetQL Network.